Hi, this is Angelotto. Welcome to another edition of Sadistically Speaking. This is episode 15, Would Jesus Wear a Mask, part two. When I was actually starting to make this podcast, I thought, wouldn't I be clever if I put up a picture of Jesus with a mask on uh, for the image for this podcast? And I thought about starting to make one and then thought, well, someone probably has made one somewhere. So I went to the Google machine and I typed in Jesus and I shit you not, the first suggestion that came up was Jesus wearing a mask. And I look and there's a whole variety of pictures of Jesus wearing a mask and a shitload of articles about the fact that Jesus would wear a mask, suggesting that it is a moral mandate that you wear a mask because Jesus would do it. Now, Jesus clearly wouldn't have done it just to protect himself from COVID because after all, he let himself die on the cross, wasn't really into self-preservation. But let me be clear, I'm not against masks. Are masks helpful? Uh, Yes. But why the moralizing? Uh, In the last episode, I made the point that driving slower would save a lot of lives every year but no one gives a shit. Uh, Everyone says, follow the science. The science says, wear masks. But what they really mean is, listen to Fauci, which is a bit like following a bouncing ball. I've yet to see an interview where someone asks him for the actual data, provide some data, provide the experiment. Now, is it the case, theoretically, that a mask will help stop droplets if you sneeze or cough that actually could carry a virus? Yes, got it. That makes sense. In fact, if we wore masks all the time, every time, we would uh, limit the amount of people who get cold and we would limit the flu. But that counts for people who actually know how to put on masks. Most people don't know how to put on masks. One of the most vulnerable areas in your face for a viral infection is your eyes. Touching your eyes is a really bad thing. And yet, when you're putting on the mask, one, they don't cover your eyes, and two, you're touching your face all the time. I see people all the time touching their damn face to put these masks on and off uncomfortably. And so, is it really the case that someone who doesn't know how to put on a mask is actually better off putting on a mask versus not? Who knows? In fact, the CDC will not say in their guidelines that wearing a mask will protect you from getting the virus. The science of the mask is actually based on if you have the virus already, wearing a mask will make it less likely that you will spread it to others. The science also says that the stupid neck gaiters that people are wearing where it goes down your entire neck are actually worse than wearing no masks and face shields are completely useless. Now, I'm not doubting that masks in general might be useful to slowing the viral spread. But attaching him to your Biden for president sign as some sign of moral superiority is a problem. My real problem is the hypocrisy. Last time I talked about the hypocrisy of seatbelt wearing versus speeding. That seatbelt wearing is looked down upon. If you don't wear your seatbelt, that's looked down upon. But nobody has a problem with speeding, even though speeding has as much evidence, even not more, for causing deaths and actually is more likely to cause other people's deaths as well as your own, while seatbelts mostly protects yourself. Let me give you another aspect of hypocrisy. Everyone knows that 
Driving drunk is not only against the law, it's morally reprehensible. Letting other people drive drunk or somebody saying, yeah, I got really drunk and drove last night, you would look down upon that person. Imagine if you're driving down the road and you see somebody in the car next to you and they're holding a beer in their hand while driving. You would be like, what the fuck? Now imagine that that same person driving around the road and they have a phone in their hand. That's typical. That's typical. In fact, I might take a picture of that person with the phone in the hand with the phone that I have in my hand at the time. Now, obviously, all states have DUI laws. Um, and those DUI laws have claimed to save thousands of lives. Uh, Mothers Against Drunk Driving, for instance, has claimed that they've cut DUI deaths in half since forming in 1980. Now, that would be really impressive until you actually look at the statistics across for traffic fatalities. And if you actually look to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, the average, the number of deaths per 100,000 since 1980 overall have cut by more than half. In fact, if they only did 50%, if they've only saved 50% of the people from, from drunk driving, they're actually doing worse than just the fact that cars have gotten safer and uh, hospitals have gotten better. But actually, according to the CDC, the number of self-reported alcohol-impaired driving episodes, something they keep track of, asking people, how many times have you driven when you shouldn't be driving? That actually has been staying relatively uh, the same over the past, uh, since the 1993 to 2014. But the percentage of people who actually are in fatalities that are legally drunk has been dropping through that same period. That is... People keep drinking and driving, but the number of people dying from drinking and driving has been dropping. That can't be what MAD meant by we uh, have saved so many drunk drivers, which is drunk drivers are just safer drivers now. Now, it's difficult, on the other hand, to quantify the accidents due to cell phone usage. Uh, The estimates uh, range from about 9% to 25% of accidents are caused by somebody using their cell phone. So the stats aren't necessarily clear, but the science is very clear. That is, you can do research where people do driving simulations. They're in a, a simulator and they are asked to use a cell phone, et cetera, while they're driving. You can look at the number of accidents, et cetera. And what that research shows is that talking on a cell phone makes you basically legally drunk in terms of number of accidents that you have. And by the way, before you suggest, well, it's handheld phones. So there's a bunch of states now that have laws about uh, you can only use a cell phone if it's not a handheld. Do you really think it's because you have a phone in your hand that's causing the problem? Does anybody drive with both hands on the steering wheel? Do you instantly lose control when you take one hand off? If so, they would take soda containers and water containers out of cars because then you're going to take your hand off. It's not because you only have one hand on. And in fact... In these simulators, you see the same number of incidents of accidents, whether it's a handheld or a non-handheld device. It's the divided attention that matters. Despite that, (laughs) it's the case that we actually, car companies keep putting out ways to make it easier to talk in the phone, um, while at the same time your your car is screaming at you for keeping your seatbelt on. And texting while you're driving, please. Obviously, that's idiotic. Other research shows that uh, actually being tired may be even more deleterious than being distracted or having alcohol. And in fact, 
being tired is a, is a real issue. And it's hard to separate out the traffic fatalities and crashes from alcohol that are due to alcohol per se versus being tired. Basically because they tend to go together, both happening at night and alcohol being a depressant. The point is, is that DUI and cell phone use while driving are both really awful behaviors. But for some reason, one is morally reprehensible and the other is accepted. The science on both are pretty clear. And yet we are different in our moralizing about these different safety habits. The science, by the way, is more clear than wearing a mask. The, your probability, if you don't wear a mask, that you may lead to someone's death is probably fairly low. We have no idea what the probabilities are, but they're pretty low. Your probabilities of possibly causing an accident when you're texting or talking on the phone or being driving drunk are probably higher, but we don't know. I am sure it's the case that Jesus would probably not drive after making water into wine all night. I'm pretty sure he wouldn't be texting off to Peter while he's driving. But I'm not so certain Jesus would be wearing a mask if he was driving alone in his car. Pass the tequila. Out!